on tap so man oh man in entertainment news what the entire <laughs> fuck what a day what a week <laughs> what a week so if you work at warner brothers or hp no warner brothers sorry yeah good luck and if you are one of these dc eu fans sorry yeah uh and if you were a batgirl fan highly anticipating Leslie Grace's uh, turn as Batgirl. Sorry. Because all that shit got shot the fuck down. After being made. $90 million tax write-off. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? I can't. But not only that, HBO Max, our beloved HBO Max, something that has... Uh, garnered critical acclaim I know. from so, this pod. We talked about it on this show. We may be losing it. This recording, well, as of this recording, it, it's still a thing. They're going to have a conference call or a, or a, one of those um, uh, uh, quarterly meetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where a, they, a financial uh, meeting. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. So we when, don't know. Yeah, when you're listening, obviously this news will be more solidified. But Yeah. It's rumor and speculation at this point. And uh, what we're going to start off with is uh, something in the in the music industry, or in the music business, rather. Yeah. Um, Lizzo uh, had to change her lyrics uh, because she used what some are saying is a uh, slur mm -hmm. in the uh, disabled community. And now Beyonce... Who apparently didn't learn the lesson <laughs> from Lizzo. Could have been so easy. Also being asked to change the same lyric, or the same word, mm -hmm. use the same word, rather. And uh, I had opinions on it <laughs> as, a, as a songwriter myself. Sure. And so we're going to talk about that. So let's get into this motherfucker. This is episode 363 of the One Beer In Podcast. Uh, uh, which one are we going to water first? Celine was here. <laughs> She'd do it. She would. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the One Beer In Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. Get that in frame there. So, the Broken Skull uh, beers have finally made their way to the south. Not, I mean, not the South. They've been in the South. But like <laughs> Florida. To, to Florida. Yeah. Uh, because they've been, 
you've had to order them or find them in weird places. I mean, they, they've been popping up and stuff. We finally got ourselves an order over at the good old Red Light, Red Light yeah. and uh, other bars in the area. Uh, but don't go to them. Go to us. Yeah. Come to us if you want. You should have lied and called it an exclusive. <laughs> yeah, well, then they would find out I was a liar the next time they went to another bar. That's fine. It's worth it. I'm a liar, so it doesn't matter. It's true. <laughs> All right. Obi, you want to tell us a little bit more about what we're drinking tonight? I would love to. <laughs> Get into character. Get into <clears throat> this is the El Segundo Brewing Company, Steve Austin's Broken Skull American Lager, coming in at a 4.8% ABV. Uh, it does have a cold read, and it goes as follows. This beer is the ultimate reward for a hard day's work. Brewed with the best American-grown barley and hops, Broken Skull American Lager goes down as easy as a three-day weekend. As your mother. Uh, cheers <laughs> to those who are out there earning it. <laughs> goes down as easy as your mother. That's it. That's all we got. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold <laughs> said so. Uh, yeah, Bruton El Segundo Brewing Company, LLC, El Segundo, California. <clears throat> Thank you, Steve. I haven't done yard work in years. <laughs> I don't have to. Yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> do they cut your grass? Is that they do? They do. Situation. They, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they cut it like shit. <laughs> it's upsetting. We pay money. We pay extra money. You sound like a dad right now. <laughs> I, I can like do it dad. better. I felt like a dad. The first time I went out there and saw how they cut it, I was just out there, just hands on <laughs> hips, just like, look at this piece of shit. Look at this. It didn't even do the edging. No, it's 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 terrible. It's terrible. It's all uneven. and it, mm. nah. They rush it because they have to go from neighborhood to neighborhood, and I get course, that. I'm not, course. you know, I don't know what... what how, how taxing the work is on these guys and girls who are out there cutting lawns and shit. But, you know, just let me do it. And I won't have to pay them, and then it won't look like shit. Get off. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, you know, the, the HOA, they, they, they talk all this shit about keeping the... Like, they got mad at us because our cars were, like, parked on the curb, but, like, uh, uh, there was one day where... I think it was either my car or somebody's car mm -hmm. that was like on the grass a little bit, yeah. like off the curb. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, first of all, fi fix your parking situation. But second of all, okay, my bad. Yeah. I moved the car off the thing. Then it was actually, this is why I was upset. It, that <laughs> happened. And then the next day I come out there and I'm like, this is how you fucking cut the, cut the yard. You, you talk all this shit about how much money uh, goes into these fucking, the, the fucking yard work and keeping this place clean. And yeah. this is this is what, eh. It shouldn't have even moved. No, leave no. the car. Should, I should better. park. I should park on the grass. <laughs> it looks better with a car on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I just want to go to one of those neighborhoods where, like, you know, motherfucker got a boat in the middle of his yard, and like no yeah. one cares. Like, there's yeah. a car flipped upside down, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, that's just Jimmy's yeah. working on that. Leave sure. him alone." Yeah. You know, fucking sick of it. It's a Puerto Rican neighborhood. <laughs> Find those in Kissimmee. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this. We got a lot to unpack. Not a lot of time to do it. Okay? Okay. So let's do this shit. In the news lately has been a very strange to us situation with uh, a couple of songwriters that we, well, I was going to say we all know and love, but there's a lot of people out there that don't love them. 
interesting. I mean, you were surprised by that. Yeah. I was surprised by it also, but there's a lot of a lot of people that uh, just aren't a fan. Well, of... anyone anyone who is that big of a pop star has to get some hate. Some, a lot. Poof. A lot. Boy, oh boy. A lot. So, Beyonce just put out her latest album, Renaissance. Uh, I don't care how you feel about it. I think it's amazing. (laughs) I think it's incredible. I've listened to it like three or four times in a row. Yeah. On the album, there's a song called Heated, in which she uses the word spaz, Mm -hmm. which is apparently... A slur. Yeah. Now, this may sound like familiar territory because only a couple of weeks ago, maybe like a month ago, Lizzo, another American black artist, came under fire for the same exact thing. Yeah. Same word in a song. Mm-hmm. Where she had, where, where where people came to her and said, "Hey, this is offensive to this community, and you need to change the lyrics." Now, both artists <clears throat> went back and changed the lyrics of the song, and you had a lot of people wondering why, mm-hmm. why, yeah, why, right. And so, <clears throat> I, I was one of those people. I'll be honest with you, I was one of those people. Yeah. Well, we should explain the way that this came about, at least from my purview, because I didn't see it like go viral on Twitter first, the Lizzo thing. I saw it when it started making headlines, which were very like clickbaity. Yeah. Saying like Lizzo's new single has a slur on it. Right. Right. Click to find out more. And so immediately it's like, what? Yeah. Lizzo? Having a slur in her latest single? Are you kidding me? You know, if the reporting was more honest, it wouldn't have be it wouldn't have been as controversial. And I guess that answers my that answers <laughs> why it yeah. was in the first well, place. I can okay benefit the doubt. The reason why they didn't say the word was because if the word is now universally looked at as a slur, they shouldn't be saying it in headlines. You know. True, but they could also put in the headline something to the effect of like, you know, Lizzo uses word. Lizzo uses. Well, I, I did see. I did see to some of some credit, um, some outlets saying like specifically an ableist slur. Yeah, so that at least gives you a little bit more context, and you know, it, it, it kind of helps paint the picture before you click into the article. Right. Yeah. Because you're. I mean, you see an article like that in your first thing is like oof, wow yeah. she must have said something pretty bad right, right. but lizzo lizzo of all people yeah. and then beyonce yeah really yeah yeah i got even bigger <clears throat> yeah so uh we, we 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 uh fast forward to today both both artists have changed the lyrics and uh i don't know man it's just it's just i i was on there you know talking my shit online as you do <laughs> and Ugh, I don't. I don't know. We're just. I guess to 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 quickly try to unpack this whole thing, because it is important to at least um, kind of acknowledge this thing and kind of face it head on. Uh, shout out to the people that I was engaging with on Twitter, Chris and and ISIS especially. I mean, the way that she framed it, I thought made sense. Mm-hmm. In that it's a situation in which 
the more that oppressed and overlooked communities have opportunities to express themselves, the more that we are going to find ourselves in situations where maybe the things that we thought and the words that we used aren't okay. Yeah. Just because we weren't informed enough or in those communities enough or just yeah. didn't know. See how they were affecting <clears throat> the people that they affected. Yeah. So yeah. I respect that opinion and agree with that opinion. Especially, I mean, it, it, it's that goes for any any term that we all use popularly before mm -hmm. that gets scratched out of our lexicon because you just, you grow up, you get educated, you find yourself amongst more diverse people yeah and you realize like oh maybe that that is fucked up to say that however <laughs> your honor however <clears throat> it's just i guess the conversation gets a little fuzzy for me personally because it's like at, at, at what how how many people need to be offended by something before we need before there needs to be some kind of action taken yeah right how big and i'm i'm not saying that people who suffer from CP, cerebral palsy um are a, a a group that you know doesn't deserve to be looked at or needs to be overlooked or ignored or whatnot i'm not saying that i'm yeah, not yeah. saying that any community should be ignored if they bring on concerns about a word that is offensive to yeah them. and i if you'd like i can read the original tweet that kind of spawn this entire thing sure uh it's from hannah diviney i believe is how you pronounce it she said hey at lizzo my disability this my disability cerebral palsy <clears throat> is literally classified as spastic diplasia where spasticity refers to unending painful tightness in my legs your new song makes me pretty sad and or pretty angry and sad Quote, spaz doesn't mean freaked out or crazy it's an ableist slur and in, in, it's 2022 do better and that was June 11th of this year, obviously. The wording of that tweet, respectfully, mm -hmm. is like, okay, yeah. But you chill the fuck out. <laughs> See, and and this is this is <clears throat> this is my problem with this. Okay, <clears throat> the way that she words that tweet is to is is to assume that Lizzo knew the meaning of this word sure. and used it anyway because fuck people with cerebral palsy. That's yeah. the way that that tweet is worded. And I'm not saying that that is how everybody else feels about the situation, but that's how that reads. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is you you this person specifically has their own experience and and how that word affects them and how long that they've they have viewed that word as as a slur to them. Right. And that is a valued experience and one that needs to be taken into account. Yeah. But also, she is not taking into account the experience of Lizzo, a black American, a southern black American who's used that word. Well, I don't know if she's from. I'm pretty sure she's from the south. But she's a black American. Mm -hmm. And she's not taking into account her experience of using that word probably on a semi-regular daily basis, not to mean anything close to making fun of somebody with cerebral sure, palsy. Sure, it, I, I think what was meant from the tweet was obviously education, but it comes off kind of shaming as well. No, yeah, 
Um, it comes off very shaming. And and if her intent was to educate, it, it doesn't sound like it from that initial tweet. Right. And, well, to your credit, because we, we talked about this a little bit off mic. Spoiler alert. Um, but We talk. We talk, oh, Mike. We talk sometimes. <laughs> I put them in a box when we turn off the cameras. <laughs> I store them away. And then every Wednesday, I open them up. And he, he inflates and... With more there. shitty opinions. Yes. Sometimes tweets from inside the box. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but, you know, to your to your credit, there was a, a tweet responding to this tweet uh, uh, to Lizzo um, from Chris Disability, actually, uh, <laughs> who says, I have CP as well. I was born in England, and in the early to mid-90s, it was extremely common to throw around spastic or spaz the way Americans used to use the R word. Uh, I don't think it's quite as popular here in the U.S., which is a very important thing to say. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's not my experience that the word spaz is used in a ableist way. Yeah. I've never heard anybody use it in an ableist way. I've never... I've never, I've never, I've never seen it on. I've never seen it in like the darkest corners of the internet. People using it like that. Yeah. Now I, I'm not. And again, that is not to say that it's not happening. Right. I'm not saying that. I'm just right. saying in my 32 years on this planet and my 20 some odd years yeah. on the internet, I've just never, <laughs> I've just never seen it. Yes. As as uh, millennial Americans, it was never used in that way in our lifetime. Yeah. But in in our experiences. So for people who find it offensive, that's you know I, I get that. But for you to jump down Lizzo's throat like that, as if, again, she used it on purpose yeah. to disparage a group of people, that's crazy to me. Well, and, you know, to her to her defense, I can <laughs> say I'm sure you would be upset if somebody, a pop star, said something that was like a, clearly a slur to you and didn't seem to think twice about it. So you might be popping off on Twitter too, is all I'm trying to say, in that situation. Nah, I think I think I think the context is pretty important here. I, I don't think it's as cut and dry as just like this person used a slur and this person didn't or or didn't know. Like, I think the context is pretty important. Like the sure. fact that this person is obviously from the UK. No, nah, I shouldn't say obviously, but probably because of how often she's heard the word. Yeah, given that experience, it seems like she would be. Yeah. I think the context is important, yeah. you know, to, to, to now, <laughs> now to Beyonce, this is a different story uh-huh. because Beyonce had all the time in the world sure. to change that lyric yeah. and didn't. Yeah. And uh, I think she, I, I think that's a conscious choice that she made to say like, ah, it's not going to happen to me. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> or maybe I, she forgot. Maybe she forgot. I, listen, I've written hundreds of songs <laughs> and you know, to to remember one word. You're, you're in the one Beyonce song. of rap. I <laughs> yeah, hope you know that's, that. That's what they say. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. I understand that. Like, if a, I mean, she ain't even write the fucking lyrics. You know what I mean? She don't even write. Right. She doesn't even write the lyrics. That's so, true. but she should have had somebody. She should have had somebody. She has enough money. That's true. To hire somebody to comb through her lyrics. Yeah. And say that could be problematic. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So, she, I, and especially I, again after. After all of this, it's one thing to, if Beyonce had come out first and she courted all this controversy first, I would have yeah. the same opinion, which is that, how is she, how was she supposed to know? Yeah. And my, my initial tweet was basically like, are American pop artists now supposed, are, are American, are, are people in general supposed to go around the globe 
and any and make sure that every word that we use, every slang term that we use, is not offensive to this person and this person and this person. Yeah. Before we use a word. Yeah. Well, I you know I I I will cite ISIS as as you said, <laughs> who said, well, she is a. I'm paraphrasing here, but she did say something to the effect of, well, she's a global artist, so it's something that has to be taken in consideration for sure. Um. So you know, I I, I see that side of it, but I just. I, and again, I, I I see that too. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, a, with, in this situation specifically, that is so that is such a niche slur mm-hmm. to the point that to why, us, to us, to us, yes. Yeah. Well, I would I would argue to the vast American population, people who don't have. I mean us. With, I mean us as Americans. Okay. Yeah. Of course, she should have done that. But mm-hmm. why would she have done that? The yeah. education on something like that is just not there yeah. right now. Well, now that that is probably the problem yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think that's exactly. I don't know anyone who is still angry at either of these artists. I, I think they did what they had to do in the situation, which is they said, "Okay, I get that now. I'm changing it." Yeah, and they did. Yeah, and I mean. I'm all for like artist intent and you know keeping keeping that sort of sacred bond between art and artists and having them represent the way that they want to. But at the same time, I respect the fact that they said not a big deal. Yeah, we're gonna change it. You know, we obviously didn't mean to offend anyone to this degree. Mm-hmm. And it's more than offend. It's you know hurt somebody in that way because it's clearly that hurtful of a word for people. It's not like. Oh, you know, they said something a little too risque and right. you know, now we're being censored. That's not that's not the case. Right. I'm sure disabled people get enough shit in life sure. not to have their favorite artists use a word that they find right. uh, hurtful. Right. Why why not make them feel better? Of course. And uh, let me let me just say that I'm not saying that either one of them should not have changed the lyric. Yeah. Uh, if somebody brings a concern like that to you and enough people tell you that that is offensive and mm-hmm. hurtful then you definitely should yeah. uh, take action there. But my beef here is twofold. Number one, how many people is enough? And number two, neither one of these artists deserved the ire from this community that they got. Yeah, Being ignorant to something like that is is not on the same level of knowing that that word is hurtful and, and using it anyway. Yeah, and choosing to ignore it. Yeah, so the, it's just yeah. it's the it's the hullabaloo that was caused by all of this. That's that's the internet, you know. Unfortunately, that's that's the way things go nowadays. Yeah, it's unacceptable. I don't think it's cool, but anything that needs to be discussed ends up becoming this shouting match. Yeah, especially on Twitter, you know, and it's it's just not that in and of itself is not productive. Right, because. Lizzo could have very well seen that and been like, ah, fuck off, you know? Yeah. She didn't, fortunately. But, you know, it's just so hard to have an actual conversation on the internet um, that I think it's just not conducive to to growth and learning and all these things that you need to develop, uh, you know, your modern language in a way. Yeah, and it's not not even like... The word spaz is like this this 
incredible hill to die on. I don't think really any word is a hill to die on. No, and and I think, I mean, for me, what it boiled down to is like, who cares? Who ca- I'm not using spaz every day, right? You know, like it, it's just again not a hill to die on for me. Yeah. I, I don't see the problem and. Sure, you know, I, I grew up using the word in a way that I had no intention of it being uh, ableist. Yeah. I had not even a thought in my mind about it being an ableist word. Yeah. I understand now it is. You know, people take it that way, and it's becoming accepted as an ableist word, or was, and we just weren't aware. Yeah. Um. So, knowing that, moving forward, I won't say spaz. Yeah, it's just, it's, it is an easy thing to remove it, it again. I guess the last thing thing the last thing thing on my mind is really just like I easily can remove that word from my vocabulary. But where does it end, Adam? <laughs> it's a slippery slope. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. They're taking our freedoms away. <laughs> yeah. Well. No. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what. To your question of how many people does it take to make it a concern, it can be as little as one. You know, like, I feel like it's up to you as the artist to say, mm. Mm, you know, I understand where you're coming from. That's not my intention. And I will continue to do this or to say, I get it. Thank you for informing me. And I'll move forward changed from this conversation. It's totally your prerogative. So, so I you wonder. Just, you have to live with the consequences, though, is my thing. Right. You know, like, yeah. sure, you can. You can be a white guy doing country music and say the N-word all you want if you really want to. Is that going to be okay? Are you going to be able to make a living? Mm. Uh, are, are people going to like you and not punch you in the face in the streets? I mean, you say that, but uh, shout out to Morgan Wallen. <laughs> 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 mm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. I wonder what would have happened if both of them were just like, I, I see what you're saying. Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, are they too big to fail? Beyonce might be. I think Beyonce might I think be. The, 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 the Bayhive. They would have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they have her back right now. Of course. You know? Of course. And there's a lot of people who are making the point that, that I'm teeter-tottering on, which is that, like, it, it, it's something that's been in black American slang for years and in no way, shape, or form was it an ableist slur. No. And now somebody, now this group over in the UK is telling American artists, telling American people what they can and can't say. It's just a, it's just, it's just a crazy situation to be in. To have yeah. somebody who doesn't even live here go, the way that you're using that word is fucked up. We use it over here, fucked up. And we don't want you to do it uh, because the way that we know that word is really shitty. Yeah. And we're over here going... All right, but but we've never used it that way. We have a completely it's yeah. like two different words meaning two different things, but my meaning of the word superseding your meaning of the word because I'm hurt by the meaning sure. of it. Sure. Well, you know, to to be fair, uh our original tweeter here, Hannah, never said explicitly you can't say that word. She said it hurts me. So, you know, uh, I think it uh, well, no, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, what uh, difference is again, that? Again, uh, again, okay, the difference here is that, again, I think that it's up to the artists at the end of the day to decide what's right for their art, you know? Yeah. So if they were to decide, no, I'm going to keep it in because I grew up <laughs> with that word and I feel like it's important to the story of what I'm trying to tell. Or I just like the way it sounds in the lyrics, you know? Mm-hmm. It could be as simple as that. You don't need an explanation. 
Okay. This person could have gone their entire life not even being seen. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Could have just ignored it. We, or I wonder if we'd even be talking about this right now. Because Spaz has been, again, has, has been stated ad nauseum at this point, used so much in America. NERD has a song called Spaz. Yeah, and the whole thing yeah. is Spaz if you want to. Spaz if you want to. Like the, right. Yeah. So well, and, and that song's not that old. That song came out like, you know, I don't know, like 10 years ago, maybe less than that. It's it not had, that old. It has to be, has to be older than that. When's the last NERD album come out? Ooh, that's a good question. It's like 15 years, at least. No, 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 no. It's, it's earlier than that. They're old. They're old men. We do have the internet. <laughs> if only we could find out. I know that the song is on the album Nothing, which I think came out in 2010. Okay. All right, let's see here. If I'm right on both counts. Let's see come here. On, let's come on, give it to me. Give it to me. Big money, big money, big money. No whammies. Okay. Albums. We have In Search Of in 2001. Fly or Die in 2004. Seeing Sounds in 2008. No One Ever Really Dies, 2017. Okay, let me stop you right there. It's on Seeing Sounds. So 2008. Yeah, so I was two years off and the wrong album. So I fucked up on both. That was terrible. Uh, <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> it's on Sing Sounds, 2008. Okay. So that's... It's 2000 and late. <laughs> Speaking of, let's get our worded, apparently. Oh, yeah. If we're not going to forget that gem. Oh, no. They would like for you to forget it, but... Yeah. No. We can't. We never forget. No. We never forget. Never forgive. Never forgive. Never forget. There you go. Right there. Track five. Spaz. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know, I, I think, I mean, even... It's a great song. Even with the the get our worded song, I think it's. I mean, even then it was distasteful. Yeah, no, yeah. But at the same time, I think it is indicative of the fact that our language is always evolving. It's okay for you know things to change, and I think a lot of people are uncomfortable with that. <coughs> and you're just gonna get left behind. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am gonna get left behind on some things. Yeah. I think. I mean, we all are. We're all gonna get old. We're all gonna get curmudgeonly, and or I won't say all, but most of us are gonna kind of get stuck in our ways at some point and just be like mm, i'm gonna keep that in my vernacular i'm yeah. sorry i don't want to i don't want to be that guy no i want to <laughs> i want to be better of course of course and i, I feel like we're trying to be better we're, we're doing the best we can and i think to put a cap on it for me uh, again it all boils down to the artist and deciding on what's important to them yeah. so you know if they want to um, be conscious of something. They can go ahead and do that. If they don't, they can go ahead and do that too. Yeah. This is America, damn it. There you go. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. Like, I, I'm immediately, you, well, why? I'm immediately thinking, like, did I say anything crazy? Why? I don't think I said anything I was crazy. Say, why are you so crestfallen? <laughs> just, I, you know, I don't, know. I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know. All right, let's 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 move on, baby. Let's move right along. Okay. Because we still got a lot to unpack here. Yeah. We got some really crazy news coming out of entertainment. Warner Bros. acquire or buying up everything in sight that they can get their hands on, apparently trying to compete with all the other properties. <sighs> yeah. Uh, the Disneys of the world. Yeah, basically. It was funny. I saw this tweet that was like, 
no way people are advocating for monopolies right now because because <laughs> they were quote tweeting somebody saying that Disney just needs to buy DC so that we can get the DC movies that we deserve. Ugh. And it's like, do you really think that that's you guys? That's the answer. You guys are the main ones. The the DC fans are the main ones shitting on Disney for the Disneyfication of yeah. Marvel. And you want DC to get bought up? What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? How many already movies do you think are going to be churned out? <sighs> Not so. Enough. Uh, we knew about the Discovery Plus thing for a little while. Discovery Plus is uh, uh, Warner Brothers is buying Discovery, Discovery Plus, the app, and merging it. Mm-hmm. The initial thought was that Discovery Plus was going to get folded into HBO Max or even Disney Plus in the way that Disney Plus had um, ESPN, ES- Hulu. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Now. The rumor is that dis uh, 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 what's actually going to happen is Discovery Plus is going to be its own thing. It will not be folded into and and lapped up. Yeah, it is going to be its own thing. HBO Max is the thing that's going to get folded in. They hit the Uno Reverse card, and HBO is just going to go back to being a regular premium channel. Yeah, and all of the original content that was being produced. For HBO, HBO for Max, Max, yeah, is going to either go back to HBO proper or just get done away with. Yeah, <laughs> as we've seen, regardless of where it is along the production line, right? So, Batgirl, a movie being produced by Warner Brothers, which was going to go on HBO Max exclusively, yeah, ninety million dollars already <laughs> spent. So crazy. They decided we don't need this film no more. And canceled the project. Yeah. And that's not the only project that got canceled. There was a couple of different... There was a Scooby-Doo movie that uh, got canceled. It was an animated movie. Um, There was a couple of other like uh, HBO scripted original shows that were going to HBO Max that got... There was like six or seven different shows. Yeah. And they've also started to strip away some of the original content they had. That was already on there, right? That was already on there. Yeah. So that is fucking crazy <laughs> if if this is true and Ooh. by the time you listen to this we'll know we're yeah and if we're giving you old news on this you know so be it wouldn't be the first time <laughs> if that is true that's crazy to me yeah that they would make this decision i i for the life of me i've been trying to wrap my head around why they would do it this way i mean it's <sighs> you got any ideas it, I, I mean, like anything else, it has to be a money decision. It has to be based on the dollar bills. And they, I guess the way it was set up right now, as good as it was for us, it may not have been paying dividends that they were expecting it to. And, you know, I, I'm sure the pandemic screwed everything up, too. The entire fallout with um, WB and HBO, like, kind of fighting each other about the day one exclusivity that mm-hmm. we talked about in the past, I'm sure that didn't make for good bedfellows and you know it it was a mess and i think we're seeing the fallout of that now unfortunately all good things come to an end it's just you die alone i mean apparently <laughs> apparently yeah we just can't have any good things nothing man. lasts because all those all the bon movies Appetit, and all of oh. Diaz <laughs> 
don't don't do this. Batgirl. Oh god. Oh everything that was so good. Everything leaves. The only things that were good in life right now. The only things that were like consistently good. Yeah. Entertainment wise in my life <laughs> that I could go back to. Uh-huh. I knew I could turn on Decent Samaro. Mm-hmm. I knew Bon Appetit was gonna have some new content. Yeah. And now HBO Max, you go on there, and they're gonna have good, uh, uh, f- just a fantastic Something. movie selection. Yeah, some new show, some or, new documentary, or an old classic you old haven't seen. Old classics. Yeah. Where am I gonna turn to now? Because not only okay, so what happens with all the rest of that shit? Do I still have access to it through? Is there gonna be like? Do I need D- Discovery Plus? Is Discovery Plus going to be the thing? Like, because so, not only yeah. just think, like, because because there's the Studio Ghibli stuff, uh-huh. right? Yeah, Ghibli, Ghibli. I, I, say, I always say that. I, I say up. I say I say Ghibli. I've heard it Ghibli. It's um, like GIF and GIF. Yeah, <laughs> I say Ghibli. I I've always said Ghibli. I Stu- the I'm Studio Ghibli, Ghibli the Studio Ghibli thing. Yes, Ghibli. Uh, uh, TNT or not TNT? TNT. Uh, <laughs> No, Turner we, Classic we Movies. We got the movies. <laughs> Turner Classic Movies. Yeah, they just show Bad Boys over and over again. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, 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 bad Boys and uh, Desperado. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, Turner Classic Movies. Um, and the, the, uh, there was another one. There was, a, there was a, like a portion of Crunchyroll was on there, like a bunch of anime yeah, movies. Yeah, there's a lot of on anime there. on there too. Um, yeah, I don't know what is what this is all going to look like. Uh, we're waiting on that uh, earnings call yeah. to figure that out. But... You've had a lot of people speculating that uh, uh, Discovery Plus is going to end up getting some movie content, but okay. So this is the the other speculation I saw was that uh, Max is going to stay around, but it's going to be gutted, and a lot of it's going to end up being like more trash TV, like Netflix has done. You know, where it's like the reality shows, the you know the the fixer upper shows, all that stuff that that Discovery Plus does, <laughs> basically. Yeah, um, it just makes yeah. me so angry. Yeah. It just makes, yeah. I mean, it makes me so angry. And that the movies are just gonna live with HBO again. We we don't get we don't get cool scripted TV shows because there's I don't know five million people on this planet who, for the life of me, <laughs> just can't stop, just can't stop watching yeah. that fucking just terrible mm-hmm. trash TV. It's all fake. Love Those Island. shows are scripted. Those shows are as scripted well, are. Yeah. as any fucking HBO show. Yeah. Any fucking drama or comedy. Just, just fucking reality just TV Just done shows. worse. Yeah. Yeah. Wor- poorly acted. Poorly directed. Yeah. The fucking... What, bad bad what, ADR. What do you get out of this shit? What do you people get out of these fucking stupid ass fixer-upper shows? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. It's escapism. That's all it is. It's people who don't want to think for an hour, and they th- or like two or three sometimes. You know how long like an episode of uh, uh, The Bachelor is, or how long an episode of uh, uh, Ninety Day Fiance is. Oh my god, <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's like a baseball game. <laughs> it's unbelievable, especially if you're watching it on live TV with commercials. Yeah, uh, are you uh, kidding me? Come on, man. Come on. Speaking from experience. Come on. <laughs> Guys, we we all we just collectively have to do better, okay? Do you telling me that I don't get to watch Barry anymore? I have to I have to buy HBO. It's rough. Let me tell you something. If 
if H if the HBO brass thinks <laughs> that people are going to get direct TV. Yeah, yeah. Get a package to watch yeah. HBO. Well, it's tough too because there's so much content on there that if they do take away, it's just going to disappear unless you buy it on like Blu-ray or something, you know? Right. Like, for instance, I just started to watch uh, We Own the Night, mm-hmm. the John Bernthal uh, <coughs> miniseries. Yeah. And it's great and I'm into it, but I'm worried that that may go away if they start stripping away this original content. Yeah. Because I, I briefly read one of the articles and it said something to the effect of it costs them money because there's like licensing agreements for a lot of the content they have on there. That makes sense. And so they have to get rid of <clears throat> at least some of it to make up money. Yeah. Um, but how do they make more money with this with the trash TV? How do they make more money? People dig it. People really like trash TV. We've been over this before. But <sighs> so many people, so many people like trash TV. I hate you guys. <laughs> You're ruining it for me. Like I, I get it. I get it. Okay. Like not everybody. No, I has, has like a, a twelve hour day. Comes back home and wants to watch Better Call Saul. Right. Not everybody. I do, but not everybody. Some people just want to watch something they can put on the background while they get the kids dinner and you know put their feet up for the first time in hours. <sighs> it ain't me. It ain't hey, me. I just, I mean, the the person, the 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 whoever was who whoever was uh, the 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 guy or girl who came up with the idea of reality TV. <laughs> like people always say that they'd go Jeff, back in time Jeff and probes and they would like <laughs> <laughs> they would go back in time and they would like kill baby murder Hitler, Hitler like yeah that, right yeah. I would murder them okay I'd go back in time and I would strangle them it's, to death. it seems like you have your priorities in order yeah yeah <laughs> I'm telling you <laughs> I would make the world a much better place okay yeah if I'd killed that person yeah right and it's just that meme of like if history never the world never had a reality TV show and it's like a utopia <laughs> yeah so that's all I can think glass about. domes and yeah. flying cars we don't need it yeah. we don't need it it, it's just it, we just don't need it anymore. Yeah. And not only that, like put my petty arguments aside. Okay. What what does this mean for the industry of of all of these writers, directors, actors, producers who who worked on these scripted TV shows and movies and things like that? Like, first of all, all of their work just gets flushed down the drain, right? Sure. Well, I mean, like look at the Batgirl situation, right? You know, like these the entire. Imagine how many people it takes to make a movie, right? Regardless of if the movie was good or not, right. you know, it took a lot of work. Yeah, a lot uh, of time, a lot of money, a lot of people. A lot of people, yeah. And for it to now suddenly just be dead, like yeah. it, it's gone now. Like all your work, it's like somebody taking it and just crumbling it in your face and going, "No one will ever see this," right? <laughs> and, and throwing it in the trash. And what what does that mean to those? Like the next time one of those people makes that or tries to make a thing, like uh. <clears throat> I saw somebody talking about it. Uh, somebody was somebody commented on a video, and somebody responded to that video. The, the comment was like, "Well, now you know HBO or, or Warner Brothers just cut their loss on a on a on a product that they knew wasn't good, or that they didn't want to take the chance on." Sounds like a, a good business des- decision to me. And then the person who responded to the video was like, "That's that's not good business. Mm-hmm. Not only is it in, it's insulting to 
all the people that worked on the project, it's insulting to the audience to say like you, like they know better than us. Like and, let us see the thing and decide if it's good or not. And it's not, it's not a business, it's not a savvy business decision. Like, that's an idiotic thought because yeah. do, do you think a little bit of money is better than no money? Right. Because what they're getting right now by canceling it is zero dollars <laughs> right. other than the tax, whatever, write offs. And that must be worth a whole lot more than we realize. I guess so. I guess so. But what I'm saying is they could have made a lot more money, I would think, if this thing actually came out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Or maybe they're not. Yeah. Maybe they're not making any money when they put these fucking things on, on HBO Max. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's been the problem from day one. And they've just been like cut, like trying to figure out how to turn a profit. Because, you know, be. everybody always talks about how Netflix is operating at a loss all the time. Sure. And Netflix is like hemorrhaging subscribers but that's yeah mostly due to their own business decisions but yeah, we, we've addressed that yeah but i wonder if these streaming services i wonder if these if these companies that jumped into the game maybe a little too early didn't really flesh out how they were going to turn a profit on these things yeah. right because if there's no advertising and you give it to us for a really low monthly thing you're really banking on the engagement uh and you're banking on more and more people subscribing right yeah. so you have to con you have to continuously put shit on there to get more and more subscribers but once you've hit that plateau of subscribers it's like how do you continue to make more money yeah and i think they're only concerned with making more money than to actually giving a fuck what we want out of these things yeah it's really yeah, yeah. It's just I mean, like, that's like very clearly what it is yeah they just want to figure out ways to make more money so uh, if they uh, bring in discovery plus and they advertise it to all the fucking people that watch discovery all the time who are you people <laughs> hey they got battle bots in there all right uh, all man battle bots is fun because you have it on the fucking tv and we can just flick it on you i would never i wouldn't pay a fucking dime to watch battle bots <laughs> it's, it's insane it's fair yeah. Insane. Yeah. So they got me with the Food Network. I'll tell you that much. I, I will that's watch. Pretty, that's pretty. I will nice. watch Food Network all day. That's pretty nice. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I don't. Know. I don't. Know. People are different. You know. Yeah. When I bring up YouTube Premium, some people look at me like I got three heads. Like, why would you ever pay for YouTube? And I no. get, I get that people. It's because they haven't seen how much better premium is, dude. They don't get it. They, they you, they, you guys don't get what <laughs> life is when you're not watching ads on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just, it's not just uh, the ads. It's everything else. Everybody makes a meme about how you can't close YouTube and continue listening to whatever. You can you on can. premium. You can. you can. Yeah. And not only that, YouTube Premium links to your uh well it used to be google play account but now it's youtube music mm -hmm. and it links to that account and everything that you watched on there boom goes to the app yeah and then you can pull all that shit up and then it recommends that that artist's albums and it recommends like other artists and shit like yeah. youtube music is really it's a decent uh streaming service yeah and they have some like pretty <clears throat> obscure like mixtapes and stuff you mm -hmm. can find only all on those YouTube. weird fucking yeah. uh albums so sometimes you're just watching a random album and then like some japanese funk artist from like 1963 yeah. pops up on your recommended and you're like who the fuck is this and it's the best shit you've ever heard in your life yeah. do you want to listen to more of that well if you had premium you have youtube music you'd yeah. be able to listen to that guy's entire discography which i have yeah, yeah. uh and not only that, <laughs> but wait, there's more. All of the music that I had on my old laptop, 
all of the mixtapes that I downloaded from like Datpiff and all these weird yeah. websites and stuff. Uh, I uploaded all that shit to like my Google account years ago. Yeah, I did the same thing. And it ha- it held on to still it. There. It has all yeah, of that shit, dude. <laughs> it's a yeah. revelation when I discovered I was going through the thing and I was like, holy fuck, it's all on here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. So much music on oh, there. Oh, yeah. so much. Yeah. So you guys don't know what you're fucking missing. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. Only because I have it too. Yeah. Because of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Everybody's just suckling from the teeth. Uh huh. Nobody even thinks about it. It's fine. Tastes so good. One teeth gets suckled, and I suckle from another teeth. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it yeah, just it's, it's it a human and it's and a human centipede situation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So far be it for me to suckle complain. Suckle from the ass. Uh, from uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm suckling too. Yeah. Shout out to Brandon. Mm. Love you. So at this point, all we can really do is continue to speculate because that earnings call is tomorrow. We don't have all the facts, but if the rumors are true, I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see what this looks like, how we move forward, and what it does to um, other streaming services. How they how they handle some of this stuff. What's yeah. Disney Plus going to do? What, are you think the, do you think Disney Plus is too big of a machine where they're just like? I just, you just envision them as like uh, the mama alien from Alien, where she's just like so big, and it's just like whatever, and yeah. it's like all these other aliens going out and killing and, and taking over, and then you know merging with with all these other entities and stuff, and she's yeah. just the big mama, just fucking, <laughs> you know. I mean, pretty much, yeah. So that, it doesn't even matter. I don't to think them. it matters. I don't think it's going to be a, a ping on the radar. I'm sure they'll they'll have their own internal meetings about it, but other than that, I doubt we'll <clears> see any changes because they have a good thing going yeah um i think maybe i overrate hbo too much as far as it's um how big it is and like it's it's uh quality rot quality wise it's the it's got to be the the best channel it's not oh yeah yeah 100 percent. it's the best thing making things yeah it's it's the highest quality original content and also i'd say one of the best curated streaming services yeah, like they have such a variety of stuff that yeah. it, it's it's hard to beat. If I had to pick, if I had to sit here today <clears throat> and pick one streaming service, not knowing what's going on behind the scenes right now, mind you, it'd be HBO Max. Yeah, yeah Easy. Certainly. certainly, easy. Um, but yeah, no, I I don't think this affects Disney Plus at all. They have their own original content going on, and that has been going on forever and ever. That they're just going to keep p- pushing and pumping into their streaming. Yeah, I mean Star Wars alone. I'm getting sick of it. I'm sorry. There's just too much. Like it's a lot of Star Wars content. Andor looks cool, but I, I'm kind of kind of getting sick of it. This is too much st- Marvel stuff too. Like yeah. I'm kind of over it. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean Disney owns what thirty percent of Hollywood, but at, but honestly. That thirty percent is really just like three or four different <laughs> properties. Yes, yeah. it's, it's not that much. Ugh. So they're really, they're really stretching these things yeah, to the limit. They are churning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're ringing it, ringing it. <sighs> yeah, yeah. That's what I thought when 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 you go on Disney Plus and you look at their content. It's really funny because it's like, it's like, uh, you just watch Guardians. 
maybe you'll want to watch Guardians 2 and maybe Guardians 3 or maybe even Ragnarok. And then the next thing is like you watch Kenobi. So maybe you'll want to watch Mando. And then you go down to the next thing and it's like, we saw that you like Star Wars, so you might like Mando. And then the (laughs) next thing is like, we saw that you watched an episode of Mando. Maybe you want to watch episode one so you get some like context as to Mm -hmm. where the, and and so on. But it's really just them going, just, just, uh, 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 shuffling the deck, yeah, reshuffling yeah. the deck in front of Do you. You like Boba Fett? <laughs> Here's a show about Boba Fett. <laughs> you like you like Boba Fett? Here's a movie about his dad, yeah. sort of. Do you like that? Here's Mando. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. And they're just keeping you. And then way down the list is like, oh, also we have The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we have anything else? I think we kind of. No, I think we're we were we, we lapped were, those two things. Yeah, into we were. The, we have a, a svelte, uh, a streamlined boy going on here. That's right. That's right. I like it. Well, then let's let's keep her going. Okay. Uh, do you want to get into the IPA just to, or just maybe hold on to that later? <sighs> I do. I do want it. I do, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I want it. I do want it. I want it. I do want it. We can hold off if you want to, you know, give it its own shine, but I'm more than willing to get into it because I'm all out of this guy. Ah, let's get into it. What is beer if not meant to be drank? That's right. Said the philosopher Obesius. <laughs> Lord Obesius. Lord Obesius. Thank you. I like the cut of your jib. Come back to that later. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> All right. Well, we got a little bit of time on this, baby. So shall I? Crap. Shall I intro? Please. <laughs> uh, we have another El Segundo Brewing Company. Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA at a 6.7% ABV. Yet another I- or ne- another pint can. Um, it does have a cold read, just like the other. <clears throat> it goes as follows. Broken Skull India Pale Ale, a badass 6.7% ABV, nope, 6.7% IPA designed by Steve Austin and El Segundo Brewing Company for the working man and woman. It features Citra, Cascade, and Chinook hops to deliver big flavor with an easy finish. Now stop reading and start enjoying this awesome beer. Cheers! I feel like that was to me. That was to you. I love uh, the idea that both of the beers that he made, like they're, <laughs> he's just like these are for the working man, woman, <laughs> yeah, for the working man. All right, mm-hmm. okay, you're here. All right, Steve. It's a blue collar beer, if you will. Blue collar beers for the working man, for the working man or woman. Yeah, yeah, sure. Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. a working man. What's he up to nowadays? Running that Broken Skull Ranch. Mm-hmm. They still have a show? I don't know. I don't know because I don't watch the USA Network anymore. Uh, but it was on there. Is that like a personal stance? No, no, no. It's just uh, I, in fact, liked USA Network, man. They used to show like fun movies. and uh, they Jag. Had Jag. I fucking hate Jag, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I hated Jag so much. Oh, man. 
Sometimes Jag would come on after wrestling, and I would be like, what is this show? This show sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so boring. It's a quintessential dad show. Oh, it's such a dad show. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I hated that fucking show. Uh, but no, they used to play, they used to play, uh, they, uh, Burn Notice. They had Burn Notice on there. Yeah. They had fucking Psych, one of my favorite shows of they all did. time. Yeah, yeah. Psych was on there. I think um, they played a lot of Indiana Jones. I don't remember <laughs> that, but I'll take your word for it. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing Indiana Jones on there, like, <clears throat> every day. Yeah, nah, USA Network's, uh, I got no, no beef with USA Network. Yeah. Uh, I just don't have cable, so I can't watch it. And I'm fine with that. It's because you have YouTube Premium. Exactly. <laughs> you know, if I want to watch old episodes of Burn Notice, I'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, they had uh, Suits as suits. well. Good oh, show. how can I forget? Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot, of Great course. Show. Mr. Great show. Robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Robot. Yeah. Fantastic show. Monk. They Monk. Monk. Another one of my favorites. Love yeah. Monk. Modern Family, of course. Highly I didn't successful. know Modern Family was a USA Network show. Yeah, and I Jag, mean, of course. Of course, Jag. <laughs> After all those classics, and also Jag. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it's a good it's a good channel. I mean they, they turned out some like nice uh, midday TV shows. Yeah, they, they showed Law and Order. Yeah, <clears throat> Miami Vice. That was the other thing they played the shit out of Law and Order yeah. too. Before it bounced around all these other networks, they'd play it on NBC, and then USA Network just I think USA Network was the first. TV channel to be like a a, 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 a black hole, a, a, an SVU black hole where you would just yeah, watch and yeah. you'd, you'd fucking shake back your head back. and go, oh my God, it's 8 p.m. <laughs> yeah. I've been watching murder all day. This is all I've been doing. You know, something I've noticed just from looking at this Google results for Ooh. Google results for a USA Network is that a lot of the shows they have are just like kind of TV versions of movies. They have yeah. A, they, yeah, they have a, they have a Chucky TV show, hmm. or at least had. I don't know if it's still around. Apparently, it's pretty good. Yeah, um, I don't know. Possibly, I, there's no way in hell I would <laughs> sit down and watch a Chucky TV show. They uh, they had a Purge show. Uh, they had a. God, why? I don't know. Um, oh, Briar Patch from. Uh, 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 what's it called? What the fuck that is? The the, the Matt Damon movies. <laughs> it's called Briar. Oh, the 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 Ultimatum movies. The yeah, the isn't Born that movies? isn't that like the secret society or whatever behind all of that stuff? I guess. I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm gonna have to look it up. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'm going yeah. down a rabbit hole I get right it. now. I get it, man. I get it. Do you wanna? <clears throat> you wanna while we're doing that, do it. Do you cheers? I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's not. I guess it's based off of a book. <laughs> what is it like a rom com? No, it's a, it's a book called Briar Patch. No, I got it, that, and yeah. it, I think it is like an espionage thing. I don't. I'm not sure though. Who's in it? Um, Rosario Rosario Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, apparently that's the only name I recognize. Yeah, so that was the thing. I don't know. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. Any hooser. <laughs> yeah. This one guy gave it a four out of five stars, so you know he likes it. Well, as long as he does. Yeah, man, it starts off with, man, this show is something else. <laughs> read, read it, read it, read it. All right, I have to, I have to pull up the full one. Man, this is from uh, Lineage two years ago. 
Okay. Man, this show is something else. It's very confusing, <laughs> yet surprisingly compelling from a first-time watching perspective, which was certainly the case for me, and would probably uh, be even more compelling from the established perspective of watching it a second time. <laughs> that was all one sentence. What a weird way to frame that. <laughs> I think everything was wrapped up very nicely, perhaps better than any other finale of any other show that oh, I've seen. I knew this was going to be good. <laughs> With that in mind, in hindsight, if you can if you can manage to muster the willpower to continue watching there should be a sense of satisfaction combined with the obvious feeling which is understanding everything at the same time i can completely understand why you'd be turned off from the show perhaps permanently and perhaps after the premiere itself on top of that there's the possibility that you wouldn't feel the same way that I do slash do and won't have the sense of satisfaction. Did he have a stroke in the middle of writing? It this? feels like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> feeling of satisfaction as well as that feeling of finally understanding everything that initially confused the hell out of you or that feeling that makes you think it was worth it. If you're, if you do the crazy thing of watching it to the end, but I loved it. There's just something about shows like this one that while it confuses the hell out of me, probably more than the average in a general sense, <laughs> and is... possibly still so even after things have been revealed and maybe also to the point of angry frustration sometimes, I'm drawn to such shows. I guess that's exactly why I end up liking them deep down. Anyway, who is this for? I consider the show to be a hidden gem <laughs> One that isn't well known, especially as much as I think it should be. And one that should be appreciated. I expect a lot of you to, would disagree with that and may even hate the show. And that's fine. <laughs> I mean, that was better than anything I could have uh, imagined. I'm so happy. Yeah. That was pretty good. I mean, it was like he was writing about two different shows. Well, and he said the same thing about three times. Yeah. But, you know, it's good to get his perspective. I, I, I genuinely appreciate it, Lineage. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> 28 people found it helpful. So. That's surprising. Make that an even 30. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> now, can we get into our cheers of the week? <sighs> I think we can. All right. Start us off. Uh, my cheers of of the week goes to I'm summoning it. I'm summoning it from somewhere. Um, the PS Five. There it is. Mm. Now I say that as a lucky PS Five owner for a long time. You of course yeah. know that. Yeah. Uh, viewer at home. Good for you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> You know, after I've been able, I've been fortunate enough to have my hands on the PS5 for a while now. So happy for you. Thank you. Um, you know, I've been able to, to do the thing that you do with your console after you get it, which is... Fuck it. Yeah. Um, fits in the, the disk drive. It's big um, enough. <laughs> the disk drive. The disk drive. Um, I, I was able to, to have sort of the full experience. So, you know, you get your console fresh and new. Hopefully you get it with a new game. And you have that experience. Fine. Beautiful. 
I'm at the place now where I have it. I've got another controller. <clears throat> I was able to expand the memory. I don't have the extra super premium uh, uh, PlayStation Plus. I don't think I'm going to get it. I don't know how you feel about that. <clears throat> I think you should. Those games look good. I know, but it's just more money. If I had more money. <laughs> I mean, I might be canceling my HBO Max subscription, mm. so I might be saving a little bit of money there. That's true. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would ever do the like the Max experience one where you have like demos and stuff. I don't care yeah, about I that. that. I don't care about that. Um, but I may I may do like the medium tier. That mid tier looks pretty good. Yeah, because you, you get a lot more for the mid tier. Yeah. So I you know, they may get me with that. Yeah. Anyway, I say all that to say this. Uh, I've kind of worn it in a little bit. Uh, you know, I opened her up, I put in that memory card, and I feel like we got an intimate connection beyond there. Yeah, you do. And, you know, feeling like I have enough space to f- fill it with all the games I could ever want at this point and not have to worry about it. It's it's just so nice. And I, I'm just waiting for more. Mm. But I'm happy with I, I, this, I, I'll use this as like my my mid year review for the, the PS5. Which mm. is to say, I'm very happy with it. I just want more to play on it. Mm. That's like exclusive, you know. So, yeah, give me some mo. Give me some mo. Yeah. But that being said, love it, love it. I have fewer and fewer reasons to play my PS4. Mm. It's, it's literally my PSVR machine, and when PSVR 2 comes out, and I'm hopefully able to get my hands on it, uh, so long, suckers. I want to just sell it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know what else you would really do with it. You have PT on it. I do have PT on it. That's that. Mm, now that you've said that, <laughs> I was going to say that's a great idea. I, I will consider that. But now now that you remind me, <laughs> I don't know Dude. if I want to. I, I mean, it's an artifact at this it point. It is, yeah. You know, should be in a museum. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But all I'm saying is I'm getting more and more comfortable with PS5 being my primary gaming device all right my cheers of the week is going to the namesake of today's podcast beers which is el segundo and the man himself stone cold steve austin not only is stone cold steve austin my favorite wrestler of all time but, uh, like we said at the top of the show, it's just really fun when uh, people that we like do shit like this. Yeah. And so, I have been, as you said, anticipating doing this for a really long time. Been wanting to do these beers for a really long time. The, the, the second he announced it, I was like, how Hell does yeah. he... <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> and it was like, how does he... How had he not had... A beer. It just makes too much sense. Right? You know, like, this is crazy. Yeah. So the fact that it took him this long and, uh, you know, for the most part, I mean, the way that he did it was, I like the way that he did it mm-hmm. because he didn't go to, you know, he, he, he didn't partner with like Anheuser-Busch or something yeah. and then do yeah. like, a, you know, he didn't show up in their commercials and do like a, this is the Steve Austin edition of the same fucking beer that you get all yeah, the time, Yeah, they, right? they have his face in the can for like two months and then yeah. they move on to and something then, else. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, he didn't do that. He was like, I, I want something for myself and I want to do it with 
a, a, a brewing company. He didn't. He didn't go with one of you know. He. I'm sure Steve Austin has enough pull in that industry to be like, let's do this, that, and the other thing. And instead, yeah. he was like, we're going with El Segundo, right? And we're gonna do it right. And I just really, really appreciate that. Uh, I guess if it took him this long to do it, that's the reason why. Because yeah. he wanted to do it right. Yeah. And so I really appreciate that. And so, uh, you know, it's just cool that that he did that, and now we have these. And so, yeah, that's my cheers. Amen, brother. And so I say that to get right along into the reviews. So let's start off with the American Lager. Uh, bring it back out. Bring it out. Bring it out. If you couldn't tell how much. <laughs> I mean, come on, yeah. It's just, it's, and now it's kind of looking like kind of <laughs> sickening. Are you okay? Kind of fanboy ish. Yeah, yeah. No, this is just coincidental. Ah, I got to wipe that out now. <laughs> Fuck. This it's is just okay. coincidental. It's fine. I, uh, I just bought this because I thought it was dope. Yeah. And then these just so happen. Okay, so it's not like a it's not like a thing. Okay, don't make it a thing. It's not weird, okay? You're making it weird. Don't make it weird. Yeah. The American Lager from the uh El, El Segundo, Segundo Brewing, Brewing Company. Company. Steve Austin's Broken Skull American Lager. Obi, what'd you think? <sighs> I thought it was pretty good. Um I mean I, I remember reading an interview about this because I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. Um but Steve Austin says something to the effect of, I wanted a highly drinkable, like, easy, light drinker. Yeah. Um, That's what I like, and that's what I wanted my beer to be like. And I think he succeeded. Oh, achieved. Yeah. Achieved. Yeah. So, I mean, with that vision in mind, um, uh, you know, I give it a a big thumbs up. You know, for my own taste buds, I think it could use a, a bit more of a strong, distinct flavor. I would like that. But at the same time, if this was available uh, wider in our area and, you know, I wanted an easy drinker for, like, poolside or, you know, it's it's hot here almost all year long. Mm -hmm. So if we're doing anything outside and I don't want to feel super heavy and, like, weighed down by my beer, it's a good option. It's a very good option. Uh, So I'm going to give it a four and a half. Very easy drinking. I would come back to it again if I can find it again. Um, I think it's a very good time and place beer for me. Hmm. Yeah. I get that. Four and a half. I'm going to give it a five. Uh, For the reasons that you stated. The only reason I don't go higher is because I'd say it is maybe a little too, like... Say run of the mill as far as like it's it's not as uh, he doesn't really he doesn't really do much with it's not as interesting it's not as like uh, I, I would also appre- I want it to be closer to like five five you know instead okay. of four yeah. four eight I'd rather closer to like five five maybe maybe six sure but then again he wanted it to be a light yeah. easy drinking beer it's it's pretty crushable as it stands dude it, it it is the reason that i'm giving it a 5 is because like it's exactly what he set out to make yeah i think it's i think it's a perfect drinkable lager but i would be remiss if i gave it a 6 mm-hmm. knowing that there's so many like like 
companies out there that are really doing interesting stuff with loggers and stuff like that. So I I couldn't put it up there with the upper echelon of, Mm. of, but I think it's fantastic. And I think it's exactly what he set out to make. So I got to give it a five. All right. And the IPA, same namesake, Broken Skull. Yeah. Just the IPA. Mm-hmm. Should I start? You want go to start? ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Switch it up. I'll give it a... <laughs> One more sample. I mean, it's, it's really good. I, I, I'm going to give it four and a half. I, I, it's, a, it's a good IPA. I mean, it's... it's um. <clears throat> Kind of want. I kind of want to. No, no. I'll keep it at a four and a half. Keep it okay. at a four and a half. <clears throat> you know, it's it's nice, light, hoppy, um, bitter. Uh, it it. I guess this is making me wonder what an IPA could do for me to give it a six. What could an IPA do for me to give it a perfect score? I think you'll know it when you feel it. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how I base these reviews is like, it, it's mostly gut, you know, Oh, it's going there. Yeah, it sure is. You got to feel the, uh, the, the planets align for everything we consider about these beers and mm. when they all do in a really special way, you know, it's a six. Yeah. Yeah. There've been many 5.5s, not as many sixes. Yeah. No, I mean, when's the last time we, I, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I think it's a very solid IPA, uh, something that I definitely can see myself going back to uh, when I'm in the mood for an IPA. Mm-hmm. Not something too juicy, not something too hazy, not something like extreme in any one direction. Just a nice, light, easy drinking yeah. IPA. By the way, our last <laughs> six was a unanimous six. It was on episode 323. Oh, wow. For the Sideward Brewing Dome Cold IPA. Oh, wow. We gave that a... Oh, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I said good for them. We gave them the score. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they got that? <coughs> Crazy. Congratulations, guys. Oh, God. <coughs> huh. You'd think they'd talk about it more. You would think so. Come on, guys. Come, Come on. on. Come on. We gave it a six out of six. It's the highest rate we have. Yeah. Uh, okay, anyway, that being said, I'm going to give the Broken Skull IPA also a 4.5. I think these are these are both really solid examples of what they're trying to be, you know? Mm-hmm. I will say the only thing is, and again, I, I feel like this goes along with Stone Cold's vision for this, um, which I hope I'm not just making up in my mind. Uh, I'm, I think I read that somewhere. Um it's very drinkable. <laughs> it's very drinkable. It's very light and um, kind of surprisingly for an IPA. It almost, it almost to me pings of like a uh, almost a session IPA mm. uh, with how light the flavor <coughs> is, um, at least mm. on my palate. Mm. Um, not an inherently bad thing, but something that I have to ding it for just for my own taste buds. So I'm going to give it a, a four and a half as well. But it's really good. And I think that, you know. Steve, Mr. Austin, Mr. you should Austin. be proud. You should be proud of what you're doing here. Yeah. And I would be happy to continue enjoying your beverages. And if you decide to do anything else, send it our way. Uh, yeah, I mean, that being said, I, I'd be interested in seeing what else Broken Skull has, too. Or yeah. El Segundo. El Segundo, <laughs> not Broken Skull. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. I would definitely like to uh, venture into what they're doing. Yeah. See what they. Yeah. See what that's like. Okay. So those are the scores. Four and a half. Four and a half. Mm-hmm. Five. Four and a half. Mm-hmm. You think we got it? I know we got it. Well, then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer In podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold Central. We love you.